When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we go. We're back. I don't know if people want us back, but we are back. We have no choice to be to be back. Shouts out to Go Currency for making this happen. You're drinking tea. I'm drinking coffee. It's a Wednesday morning. It's about 10 a.m. How you feeling? How you doing? You doing okay? How come this is just the <laughs> ultimate? Like if you hug your mug, if you hug your mug, you're just you're you're a girl in the fall or the winter. You know what girls do that guys don't do? They have the ability to like cross their legs on the couch. <laughs> Yeah, they want to get as guys kind of want to take up as much room as possible. Like yeah. if they lay down, like what's up? We use the pillows. Yeah, they want to like it's extend, give as much space as possible. Girls like like how can I how can I get as tiny as possible as I sit down? Or, you know, or like, yeah, like legs crossed, legs are under. Like sometimes the, the double fold. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Crisscross. Right, I've never been a crisscross guy. Stuff I mean, hurts. You need to go see the chiropractor. Oh yeah, the day after. There's no that. question about that. There is zero question about but that. Yeah, guys, it's all about space. It, and space. like when we get when I hit the couch, like I am, my body needs to relax. Like I need to lay out. Right. Kinda. Yes. Or you know, or get the feet up. You know, like. <laughs> girl, they want to crisscross and they want to do all do that it, stuff. Do what you're saying. Hold the mug like they, that. They hug. Yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. Hug it. They hug the mug and they want to tell you about their day and their feelings. I I I, <laughs> <laughs> I did hear. I heard this. There was a girl. Uh, there was some female sandwich comedian, and I just saw this clip, and I was like, "That's pretty good." She was like, "Marriage is waking up." every day and the person next to you giving you a full report on how they slept and i'm like that is the most true thing i've ever heard in my life oh it is kind of true like i'm even i'm guilty of that like you, you roll over and you're like not very good it wasn't as there. good as i would have liked <laughs> i wanted more i wanted more yeah i think it's fair if you had a bad night's sleep Ooh. you should let the other person know like Right. Didn't get sick. Didn't even get three hours. How many times has Belle, your daughter, woke up? You hear her, but you're like, I'm not going to if I just act like I'm asleep and she'll wake up and she'll I, I have I gotten mean, a lot. <laughs> you played the fifth? I mean, <laughs> yes and no. I there's what's amazing is I, I think it's like dad brain where my wife, if she hears the baby, will wake up. And, right. Yes. You know, the bird. Yes. Like, it's like those National Geographic birds. Like she's a bird. <laughs> yeah. There's a nest. There's a baby. She's right. Alert. I'll sleep through it. Like, and I mean, I'll sleep sometimes. Through it. I know I've gotten the, worse sleeping through it. But do you ever like? There are times I think I'm like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, like hearing things. Sometimes I'll be in my house and I think I hear a baby crying. I do. I do that too. I'm it like, is. What? Oh, wait. Like, oh, wait, oh, you hear that? It's like you're hallucinating. Seriously, I, mean, I, I think that's, I'm the same way. All parents, I think, just like. They just feel like the alarm goes off and they're hearing babies crying. Um, I think I, shots out to go currency for making this pod all possible. Um, okay. I got, 
you okay let me see how many pages i wrote of stuff okay so this is all i ended up i'm at eight pages of things okay can i ask you the, a question a dumb question yeah when do you do this when do you do your writing just over the court like whenever i get a moment like kids are good i you know i'll like i did a lot of it last night okay from like 8 30 to 10 you do it the night you don't do it the morning okay. so I'll, i write notes on my phone topic ideas and then i'll really put them together and i kind of just and the good thing about you is like i don't feel like I don't have to throw like, hey, do you care if we talk about this? I just kind of like write stuff down never and I let me. you just react. <laughs> yeah, I'm never, never going to tell you about me. things. OK, so I got a bunch of things. I'm not sure if we're going to get to everything, but we're going to try. We're going to get into a Wisconsin preview. Mickey was at uh, had his press conference. And of course, Mickey just Mickey just tells like everything. tells everything. <laughs> I got to tell you, <laughs> I didn't even hear what he did this press conference yesterday, but I'm excited. I mean, it's your, it's I'm your, excited it's, to hear through you what Mickey divulged this week. How you guys doing? We're excited about Wisconsin. I will uh, tell you guys, I was picking my nose on the ride to work today. <laughs> yeah. It's like Mickey, Mickey, little too much, little TMI. Okay, I'm excited. We're gonna we got we got Wisconsin. We're probably gonna go deep the first play. <laughs> There's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance we're going to take a shot early, often, maybe even during the script in the first drive of the game. If I were Jim Leonard, I would keep an eye on Palmer. We uh, might just throw deep the first play. And then with that said, I'll open it up to questions. <laughs> <laughs> He's way too honest. But maybe he can use that as an advantage someday, right? See, that's why I wonder sometimes, like, you know, if because if you just divulge everything, like you don't know, because at this point you're like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah. Whip is always whip. Whip's quick to like. Whip is quick to kind of say everybody's good. Yeah. Like how's Casey? Like oh, yeah, I look fine. And like Casey didn't practice. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whip. Whip is by the way. Whip's going to the booth. That's it. which is good. which is fine. Okay. <sighs> I can't believe we're gonna do this. All right, get your get your headphones on. I have a song. The song is going to longer chords here. Yes. Uh, this is ridiculous. So the song has to do with the kind of the. The, the time for Nebraska football. And then I just, I let my, I hope you allow me to be stupid for a little while after, after this. Yes. So there, there is a, there are some things going on in the world of Nebraska football. And to me, I kind of thought that this song is pretty appropriate for, for the moment. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. I'm just going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to get to the part that I want to get to. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. Come on, baby. Oh, Timex Social Club rumors. Hear the one about Tina. So this is just rumors going on right now. Very inappropriate verse. Michael, some say he must be. Argue, but they said if he was straight, he would move that way. It's like what? Susan, some say she's just a tease. So the rumors have the been rumors. These are the, the Timex Social Club rumors have been about the coaches, right? Well, Monday was the Matt Rule day. Matt Rule day. Yeah. I mean, is this so like... 
Are you are you interested now as we parlay to the ridiculous part of this whole thing? Are you interested in hearing about some of the I feel like I'm Bill Maher. Like we actually got some of the new book titles. Do you want to see this? Are you interested in hearing about any of the rumors that about the coaches? Uh, yes. You want to hear? Yes, do you want, would you like to hear about what some of these rumors look like? Oh. So I'm going to I'm going to let you know what some of these rumors are. OK, we're just going to let it build up. Oh, OK, I see. OK, I see what's going on here. Okay. Okay. This is now making sense. Okay. So this this is just uh, this is just Timex Social Club got together and they made a remix to rumors in honor of the Nebraska coaching search at this stage of the game, right? Because yes. things are heating up, things are getting crazy. So I mean, I'm gonna give you a couple. Okay. Did you hear the one about Leipold? He really <laughs> wants to dance. I heard Trev got a tattoo on his arm and it says Lance. <laughs> you want some more? Do you want some keep more going, of these? Okay. Going, yeah. All right. You get, this one's good. This one's pretty big, and there's gonna be a theme here. Okay. Here we go. Did you hear the one about Dave? It's big just like a panda. I heard Trev got a tattoo on his arm. It says Aranda. Oh, God. You want, to, you want some more? Yes. This You're going to like this one. You're really going to like this okay. one. This rumor's good here. Did you hear the one about Munkin? The message boards are talking. I heard Trev got a tattoo that says God Country Option. Yes! <laughs> Let me give you a couple more here. These are so bad. You ready for this? Yes. There's, this is a good one here. This is a good one. Did you hear the one about Dion? I think I saw a sign. I saw Trev Albert's license plate, and it just said Coach Prime. Yes. Yes. Just as I wrote these out, I'll give you two more. Okay. Ready for this one? Yep. There's a theme. Did you hear the one about Lane? I heard that he is tripping until he found out Trev got a tattoo and it says Kiffin. <laughs> Last one. Last one, people. Here we go. Oh, my God. So stupid. Here it is. Did you hear the one about Matt Rule? I heard he's on a jet. I heard he got a tattoo on his arm and it says Trev. Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Oh my god. Those are so I I tried to get creative, but I thought it was funny that every rumor <laughs> ended with Okay, guess what? What's the significance of everyone being Every rumor as I started writing down these rumors, the first two I wrote down were Rule and Leipold, and they both ended to tattoos. I was like, this would be funnier if every rumor ended with some sort of tattoo. I heard a he's got a tattoo, tattoo on his arm <laughs> and it says Lance. <laughs> Oh, uh, so there you go. That's what's going on in the world today. Okay, oh, that's what's that's what's going. on. I had on. no idea what you were doing when you kept the music going there. So yeah, yeah oh god, yeah. that's great. Oh, I hope that god. was very stupid. My jaw hurts from smiling. No, that was oh. so stupid. That was Man. one of those things. It's like it's not funny, but I hope people enjoyed that on some level. Nick, that was stupid. Very fun. That well, okay. Fun. Do you want to get into the rumor mill a little bit? Yeah, let's I mean, because it. it's heating up. What do you? I mean, because we had a buddy text us, or buddy Chris text us about some rumors and stuff like that. Like, what do you? You what do you chalk up the rumors to right now? Because they really have like seem to increase exponentially over the last couple of weeks. I, I think it's just restlessness. I mean, it doesn't seem that there's like a real leak out there. It seems more just like people just need something. They need something right yes. now. And so the rumors are filling that that void for like 
we're not really relevant in any way right now. So that's where the rumors come in. I think you're right. I think that I think it's two things. I think one, it's close to the end of the search. So like people are, you know, you're getting to the end and people are yeah. getting antsy. Uh, I also think when there's a void in the absence of information, human beings can't help but fill that void with stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, but I also think a part of it is. I think the Mickey Joseph train is losing a little bit of steam. And do you tell me, I, I think a lot of people and I'm even guilty of this. Yeah. I think a lot of people felt this obligation to embrace Mickey and root for Mickey until it became pseudo obvious like oh mickey might not get the job so like i think anytime the rumor mill started heating up people were like no no no, we got to respect mickey yeah and we're not going to really like play into the rumors at this point out of respect towards mickey so i think it's i think it's it's the end of the search there's been a void of information the mickey trains losing steam all those things have yeah. led to a bunch of different stuff that's in that's an interesting way to phrase it it was like almost a respect thing for mickey to to almost like, uh, I don't know, default that he's got a great chance to earn it or something. Yeah, you, you know? don't want to like, disrespect that chance by yeah. being like, "Did you hear the one about oh, light pole? You don't, <laughs> you know, you don't want to do that, right? Like, because I even, I, I even. That might be a better song than the song of rumors. <laughs> I, I just enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed the song. Like, it's a better song. Could you imagine Nick, someone doing four song. minutes of? Did you hear the one about Blub? <gasps> then set it. The, I heard he da 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 da, and then and then it's a tattoo that gives it away. I, here's what I like. I think the more that I understand now that you were like everything was a tattoo, and it was a, it's dumb. <laughs> it's dumber because that, I think I like it more. Like the I, more that I'm thinking about that song you just sang, I think I like it better. I again, I try. I sat down over coffee this morning because my my little my little my little six month old slept uh, in today. So I was like, okay, I got a quiet house. I knew this was a song I wanted to do, and I started writing. And I was like, okay, I think it's funnier if every rumor is in a tattoo, tattoo that gives it away. The only two the, there was a Man, license rule, plate rule. Yeah, license plate had prime. License plate had Coach Prime. And then various people got tattoos. Sometimes it was mostly Trev got a lot but of Matt tattoos. Matt Rule got a Matt Trev. Rule got a Trev tattoo. That's, that's very telling. That's so stupid. Maybe that's telling of where <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Matt Rule's at. Okay, well, okay, real quick. Let's get into some of See, the rumors. I believe the rumors. So I believe Matt I'm all Rule in on these rumors. front runner now. Yes. Okay, well, real quick. And I even wasn't aware of this rumor until I read Mitch Sherman's piece today. But apparently, Zach Smith, former Ohio State wide receiver coach, he said on a podcast that Dion to Nebraska was close to happening. I, I will say this. Even though I just did a rumors song that included Dion, I think of all the candidates that have gotten thrown out there, I think Dion is the one that is the most absolutely crazy to me. It seems the less, the least logical, maybe. Um, and I, I saw there was something on. I think maybe it was Eric Strickland had a podcast. I think he like legitimately texted Dion yeah, yeah. himself, right? And Prime said no, no. He said no flat out. And right. I think that's usually. I mean, if that's not the proof you want, I, I just doesn't mean it's not. There's not. There's not a kernel there. I mean, maybe Dion's a guy that you know they called. But I just don't know that it I, it feels like is this where Dion wants to be? I will say the one thing: nothing is nothing is done until it's done. I remember vividly because I was you know I was paying close attention to it. I had committed to Roy Williams. 
Roy Williams, then rumors to North Carolina were heating up. I'm in my house like, oh, my God. And he was asked after they lost the national championship game in 2003 to Syracuse and Carmelo. Bonnie Bernstein asked him about the North Carolina rumors. And Roy Williams said on like live said, I don't give a shit about Carolina. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I mean, if he said that, he's not he's not going. And then a couple of days later, he's going to Carolina. So I guess what I'm saying is like. you you take everything people say with a grain of salt but i more so take it from like i just think it's a kind of a bad fit both ways like deon sanders in lincoln nebraska just doesn't seem like a fit and then i think based on what i think trev wants i don't think deon is really who he wants either no i mean i think it's it's a very non-obvious fit for deon just just like who Dion is and the state of Nebraska, right? I mean, it's intriguing in some ways, but um, just because Dion is like, you know, he's the greatest cornerback to ever play. He's had a lot of success coaching, yes. Which I, I guess I was a little surprised. I, I was too. Um, but he's been able to recruit like yeah. almost nobody's business. Right. I mean, it's it's almost insane the way he's recruited at Jackson State. I mean, that's insane, right? Well, he's getting done. like five star dudes at yeah. times. It's a, it's incredible. But you kind of see the the power of celebrity, celebrity right. and the ability to recruit in that name. Like you kind of are seeing the future of like, like, well, there's something there, right? There's something there that you have to be like, you have to take very seriously about Dion. I think what you're talking about though is like, is the fit right? And see, that's, that's very hard to because you know. to me, if you're gonna hire Dion, I think you could just hire Mickey. Like Mickey is is some ver- some other version of Dion in some ways like he's a better fit for Nebraska version of Dion the work yeah I mean Dion's just such a nationally bigger name than Mickey that's the part where Dion has more intrigue almost than Mickey but you're right Mickey's fit is infinitely far better better. but um yeah but Dion's got like a higher ceiling for like recruiting and no question publicity all the all the things you kind of like the shine that Dion brings is never Right is never dim. It's freaking. It's it huge. Is, it's the end. That's why he's called primetime. He. Is, it just doesn't he, feel like I just can't really like close your eyes and picture Trev being like it's a pleasure to introduce to you the next head coach in Nebraska. Primetime, Coach Prime, <laughs> and Coach Prime just walks up there. You know, like I just can't see it. I mean, he's so he's so himself is what's great about Dion. I love Dion, but it's like such a different attitude than the Nebraska attitude of right of the past. I mean, Tom Osborne to Dion is night and day. It is night and day. Do you, could you imagine? So Tom Osborne has clearly had like, I think he met with Frost every week. He's met with Mickey every week. Do you think Tom would meet with Dion every week? He'd be like, what's up, T.O.? What we doing? What we doing? I think Man, I, went fishing, I went fishing yesterday. <laughs> I didn't catch anything, but you know, I mean, but you know what's weird is there's a lot of ways like Dion and Tio would probably love each other. Oh, a lot, they, like no question. Sometimes those those are the type of relationships you would be surprised how well they work. I think he would laugh every joke that Tio went for. I think Prime would like explode. Oh yeah, it'd be great. And but, Dion would keep Tio. Oh, he'd just be like, this, le- yeah. this the legend right here. This time Osborne <laughs> right here. You look, my for man, Tio. Yeah. Bring it in. You know, like where'd you get that jacket, man? You know, like I think it'd be a lot of that. Like, for well, sure. I got it in my closet. Like. Nancy got for me in 1983. It was a Valentine's Day present. I didn't like it at the time. You know, yeah. just be like, oh, I love it. You know, but okay. So you you bring up some other rumors. Two weeks ago, 
I think it was uh, the Thursday. I was heading to Kansas to do a KU game, sort of in November 3rd. Everyone thought there were, the big rumor that day was, oh, there was just there had been a Board of Regents meeting. Yeah. And it was to discuss that Mickey Joseph's going to be the guy. Everybody thought that Mickey was going to get hired two weeks ago. This was leading up to the Minnesota game. Crickets didn't happen. Then Sunday night, Mon- all day Monday was Matt Rule Day. I mean, it was a it. Everybody act like it was a. There were media members tweeting out photos of Rule and like yeah. people were acting like it was a done deal. And then Monday comes and goes and crickets. So it's hard. I, I will say I, I was the other things I. I I've been surprised at how quiet this search has been, especially on the front of the fact that like you haven't even seen, I think I heard Chattel bring this up and it's such a good point. You haven't even seen certain coaches parlay Nebraska's vacancy and interest into a contract raise and extension. Yes. You haven't yes. even heard that. Like for instance, a couple of years ago when Tim Miles was a dead man walking, Oh, out of nowhere in the month of February, Oregon announced a contract extension with Dana Altman. It's like, yeah. hmm, I wonder why that is. Yep. Because Bill Moose had reached out to Dana. I know this is what happened. They yep. Before they gave it to Hoiberg, they offered it to Dana. Yep. Okay. So that's what happens. You know, and, and the smart thing to do is to parlay interest from someone else into more money. Yep. You haven't even seen that. And so I'm like, no, there hasn't been like Leopold's probably I mean Leopold's the guy you the think, obvious one. You'd think if Kansas was smart, they would lock him up right. there for longer. And there's nothing there. I mean, I think Aranda's contract's pretty new anyway. But still but, every contract yeah. can get torn up and re- redone to a yeah. certain extent. No, no Matt Campbell, no Aranda, no nothing. You haven't seen any sort of thing like that. It's just kind of odd in yeah. some ways. But when you do, after the fact now, read about how things went down with Lincoln Riley and USC. The, the, when you read about it, my understanding is that basically USC hadn't talked to Lincoln Riley until the day after the final game of the regular season last year. Yeah. Now, Lincoln Riley's agents, agent had, sp- there had been conversations yeah. like that, but Lincoln Riley himself had not spoke to anybody at USC oh, wow. until... The day after the USC season was an early, an early firing. What they were, they September as well. Last yeah, I year? thought so. Yeah. So I'd imagine that there's a chance that that could be the case of what's going on. You know, like yeah. maybe Trev, I think in my mind, I've envisioned Trev at some point has talked to Lance Leipold or talked to Dave Aranda or talked to Chris Kleiman. Maybe that hasn't actually happened. It's Trev to agents or search firm to agents. It's everything is behind closed doors right now. But still, even even so, you would think if there wasn't, let's say that is happening. Agents, Trev is talking to Lance Leipold's agent Mm -hmm. and Lance says, no, I don't want to do that. And the agent goes, well, let's take this to Kansas and try and get a get a raise out of this thing. Yeah, that hasn't even happened. That that I'm surprised that like I haven't heard that from any of the candidates, right? I haven't none either. of the candidates. Um, but doesn't this this at least this information should shed some light on Matt Rule though, right? Like to me, if you've got Rule, I would think he's the guy that would be announced. You would think so. I, the two guys, the only two candidates that could get announced before the end of the season are Mickey Joseph and Matt Rule. Yeah, and we are. 10 days away from the end of the season and no announcement. So you kind of go, 
what's going on? Yeah. All right. Nick Bob Podcast is powered by H&H Automotive. I want to tell you about the Onyx dealership in Omaha, located at 150th and Dodge. Onyx won the Best of Omaha number one luxury car dealer award. How about that? You win the Best of Omaha, you do your thing. Offering the industry-leading brands like BMW, Jaguar, and Land Rover. I was looking at the Onyx website. In fact, I pulled it up right here. I'm not going to lie, Bo Rude. I think a white Range Rover is kind of my dream car. Is it? Isn't that like it? To me, it's just a beautiful car. Like it's a beautiful-looking car, and I've never been inside of one. And I'm looking at it right now. The interior looks incredible inside. But speaking of other, so I said Land Rover. They got Jaguar. Didn't your mom? I loved your mom's BMW. That thing. That thing seemed like a smooth car. They're super smooth. I also have a friend that has one, a current one, and they're roomy too. Like they're extremely roomy. And as a guy who, like, I rode your, the back seat. Like the the knee room, I was blown away. By you're right. Me. Your mom's car was big for they for are, not a big for not a big SUV type of thing. Like. It was a it was big, a sedan. It's a yeah. big sedan, but yes. now they have sedans and the SUV Beamers. But yes, man, dude. Hey, BMW is fantastic. Your boy, one day, one day I'll be in a, in a white Range Rover. Okay, just one day it's going to happen. So for that's me. dream. You understand? Car. Okay, that's the dream car for me. How about this? You want another reason to go there? Onyx offers a bottle of wine with any vehicle purchase. I swear to God, that's true. So you're telling us we do a wine pot and they offer bottles of I'm wine? I'm just telling I you. I think we need to go there next. just we telling you that's what happens, okay? You can experience it for yourself at 150th and Dodge or <laughs> online at onyxautomotive.com. That's onyxautomotive.com. Drive Onyx, the new standard. Uh, speaking of Matt Rule, I, I'm with you. I would say right now, if I had to put a gun to my head, and we're going to do a little coach draft, hopefully a little later here. Uh, I think the most likely guy is Rule. That's just it. Would you, do you feel that way? That's what it feels it like to feels me. Li- it's like there's no – I got no explanation for why that's a better – like I don't know enough about Matt Rule as a coach to know why he would be the, the number one, but it seems like the feel is that he is the number one, right? Yes. Like for whatever reason – the national media and the local media are kind of, I think, both on the, it's probably a Matt Rule. Like, I've heard more about, like, you know, people, the national media are saying it's Matt Rule. Yes. Uh, and I'm not sure like, uh, what insight they have into that other than they know people that know Matt Rule or something. Let, let me, I want to say a couple things about Rule before it's too late. I will say my... I don't know what word. I don't know if lukewarm is the right word. Me being a little ho hum on rule. Let me make it a clear that it's more out of like a lack of full. I don't have a great feel for rule. That's that's what we've been saying though. And like, so I just don't want to turn on these mics and be like, you know, I love uh, I love what he does and this and that. Like I don't. I, I'm just telling you. I I don't. I can't sit here and disingenuously act like I have a great feel for Matt Rule as a coach and how he would fit at Nebraska. So a lot of my hesitancy to go all in on that is stems from that, not necessarily anything. And that's nothing against him. It's more on me. Are you in that boat well, too? Or? Here, here's my here's my issue with Matt Rule. All right. He was at Temple, never saw a game he coached. When he was at Baylor for a short, you know, yeah. 
Cup of Couple tea. Of years. Yes, cup of tea at Baylor. Cup of tea yeah, short at cup Baylor. of tea at Waco, Texas. I don't think I watched one Baylor game when he was at Baylor. That's where I'm hurt. And then he goes to Carolina. Didn't watch a Carolina game. When, so, like, right. I think what's hard is the only taste I have of Matt Rule is that it was a quick turnaround in the NFL. Like, you know, so, but here, here's where we got to be consistent. That didn't bother me when it's Urban Meyer. Right. So I need to think the same way, like, about Matt Rule. Is he a better college coach than he is a pro coach? It wasn't the right fit there. Um, so I think, I guess it's hard for me when it's like somebody gets quickly fired somewhere. Um, that's probably where I was a little bit more lukewarm, but I also don't know enough about Matt rule. Uh, that's where I'm like, I, I I'm lu- like, if you say you're lukewarm, I'm lukewarm because of the same thing. It's, it's a lack of knowledge, it's lack it's- of like, you know, Matt Campbell, you got to watch one or two games a year. Right. I've watched Lance Leipold. I've watched Jeff Munkin. I've watched Dave yeah. Aranda. I've watched Chris Kleiman. I've watched like, you know, I've, you've seen, I feel like I'm just, I'm more familiar with these other guys. So I feel more comfortable. Yay or nay in some of these guys than I do Matt rule for me. And this just like, I understand where you're coming from. I don't the NFL thing. I don't care about. I don't, I don't like, I, I'm, I think to be, I mean, it, to be honest, it kind of, it bothers me how quick he, he's yeah, out I there, mean, but, I, but I'm trying to be consistent with, yeah, you're like, with, I don't care about urban matter about urban. Cause but, you think urban's a good coach. But the difference is I, I know urban. Well, urban the other, is. the other thing too, my rebuttal to that would be, come on, urban Matt rule. Like give me yeah. one's got a track record that get, is proven to have the benefit of the doubt over Matt Rule. The you, you know what I'm saying? So he, here's an interesting thought about Matt Rule, though, right? So Matt Rule was one of the few guys that ever makes the, I'm a college head coach, and I'm going to the big show. I'm going to the NFL. Like, that is kind of a unique transition yes. to make. Um, when that's been a graveyard for most people. Yeah. Like Pete Carroll made the transition. Cliff Kingsbury is kind of like it always seems like Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. People are like the axe is out, ready to like he's very. He wasn't I, even a great college. Yeah, coach, I, I don't. I don't. Him. But very rarely do people make that jump. The one thing I will say is I think the the fact that the NFL wanted him to me is a big feather in the cap for rule. Like they that's don't want. They don't want some. That's what I'm saying. They're it's, no interest in bringing in a bum. That's what like, I'm saying. That the, the unique thing about Rule is that he's kind of dynamic enough that he made that jump, and that's not everybody. I mean, there's a lot of coaches out there. There's only a few that can make right. that jump and can get a spot ahead of some like dude that's in the NFL that's moving up the ranks. So that's a big. That's probably a more of a positive for Rule, even though it didn't work out necessarily with him there. Um, they viewed him favorably of, enough. If you think about the moment that he got that job, like where he was as a candidate is that's a really high bar. Yes. So uh, that's where rule. There's some very, he's intriguing too. Cause yeah, I, I think I need to know more about like, what's this dude all about? I'd love to hear like former players and other coaches under him be like, how this real guy. is this dude? Yeah. And that, that's why I haven't even heard Here, that yet. Here, here's, um, this doesn't even make sense. This analogy, like, I think one of my one of the reasons I'm lukewarm on rule is I feel like there's a better version of a similar coach that I want more. And maybe it's just because they've coached at the same place. It's almost like you're with your buddies. You're like, we can eat at this steakhouse or this steakhouse. And, you know, you want a steak, but you just like this steakhouse more than the other one. Yeah. So you want to go with I want to go with Ruth, Chris, and not Outback. 
you know, it, well, that's a, yeah, well, that's a well, well, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think of what the right, but you, I think you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's Fleming's or it's Ruth. Or Chris. It's, Ruth yeah, Chris. Yeah. it's like, well, just cause I want Ruth Chris doesn't mean that I don't necessarily, I think Fleming stinks. Yeah. Fleming's think, is still good. It's still really yeah. good. And I say that to like Outback though. Out, yeah. <laughs> Applebee's or Ruth Chris? What are we thinking here, fellas? Nick, only, but see, only you would hold Outback or Texas Roadhouse up to Ruth Chris. Hey, dog, you That's ever had any rolls at Texas Roadhouse, boy? Nick Bob. Oh, boy, them boys. Ooh. So the joke Ooh. was always if you, if Nick Bob was, was, there was a search warrant out for Nick, if he committed a crime, <laughs> you would just put out an APB that, like, check all the Texas Roadhouses in the 500 mile radius. And you know you'd catch him eventually. Yeah, those rolls bring your boy in, Texas boy. Roadhouse, Outback Steakhouse. They're good steaks, man. Well, the best part is you used to think that was like fine dining. <laughs> I know. <it's> like, <laughs> I told him like, hey, Texas we're your nicest Roadhouse. dress. We're going to Texas Roadhouse. Honey, today. it's our anniversary. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to eat Out- there's peanut shells all over the floor. Outback Steakhouse. We're going. <laughs> A blooming onion. <laughs> um, no, but I, let me say this before it's maybe too late. I just, I, Dave, I still like Aranda more. Yeah. I've been considered, like, if you think about it, to me, Aranda has had success at Baylor, just like Rule did. You could argue more success at Baylor. He actually won the Big 12 last year. He actually beat ranked teams, as we pointed out last week. Yeah. When you look at Matt Rule's tenure at Baylor, he never beat a ranked team. I also like that Matt, that Dave Aranda has coached recently in the Big 10. He was a defensive coordinator at Wisconsin from 2013 to 2015. Yep. I like that. Uh he just won a national title at LSU as a defensive coordinator. Like, guys, that is huge. So to me, like, and then the last thing, if you value Mickey to the degree that I think a lot of people value Mickey, the most likely head coach candidate that assures Mickey Joseph is here is Dave Aranda. I guess I'm, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills that I haven't felt like I kind of feel like Aranda is the home run. You know, what's weird is I don't know what it is about the Aranda thing. He seems to be the least talked about of all these coaching candidates. When you, you, I mean, I know you like, you say, I feel like I've talked to your more, home yeah. run and, and there's a lot to like about Aranda because like I said, big 10 sec, big 12 success, success, uh, defensive, defensive guy. Yeah. Um, lots to like there. Um, it seems like I don't know if that's just like do people know something we don't like he's happy where he's at at Baylor or the contract is too big the you know I don't know you name it like what's the thing that's keeping him from being a bigger name for this job I think what's interesting is you you've right and I could even say Chris Kleiman I feel like Chris Kleiman hasn't gotten talked about a lot now maybe it's because Maybe people know that he's, you know, off the market from the standpoint of he loves his AD and all those yeah. sorts of things. And he's kind of got it going now in Kansas State. Like, I don't the the guys that I'm not so sure are like one, two and three on or top three on my list are Aranda Kleiman and then, you know, God Country Option, Jeff Munkin. Jeff Munkin. <laughs> but and I feel like those two of those three just don't get talked about a lot. I don't think any of them get talked about. And so I don't know. Maybe so maybe I'm over here on my island, just like that, like a crazy bow on his island. He likes a random. I, I mean, I'm hearing Mickey. I'm hearing Matt Rule and combination Leopold Campbell. Yes. That's really what I feel like I have heard. Little Gary Patterson going hard to the paint for it. Yes. But really like never a random monk and climbing. The, the one good thing about rule is 
he's got that $40 million buyout. So any contract he gets from a new employer gets subtracted from his, I think he's, let's say he's going to get $10 million, whatever, like it gets, that gets subtracted. Yeah. The reason I bring that up is you could like, that could free up a lot of money for your assistant coaching pool. Yeah. Where you could maybe, maybe Matt rule, you don't have to pay him. $8 $8 million a year. Maybe, maybe you can get him at whatever, $4 million a All year because he's, he's, because he's, he's getting, willing, he's double dipping. He, he could double dip. So he could say, Hey, just give me a little less. Cause I'm going to get it anyway. That's yes. I'm getting, I'm getting my, I'm going to get to 8 million one way or another. I'm going to get this and that, and it's going to get to eight. And then that's going to free up money to go get more high profile Coaches, assistance. Yeah. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's a real thing. I'm not against million dollar coordinators. No, you know, absolutely. I mean, we've learned anything. You got like, you got your Mickey's like the Mickey's of the world. You got to pay because they can get the, the dudes. Like yep. you, you get your recruiters, you get right. the, the, you know, the, the coordinators that are the best of the best. Like that's what it's about. I, so, so that's a good thing. Yeah. So, so that's a good thing. So, Ooh, that's we'll, well, yeah, that's very interesting. So I, I wanted to say all those things before, like anything gets announced and we'll obviously if it ends up being rule, you know, we'll have to familiarize ourselves a little bit more yeah, I, and, I'm surprised that the the local media hasn't reached out to uh, former players and assistant coaches that have worked with Rule, like to be like, "This is what Matt rules about." This is what people are he's saying. Been seemingly yeah. the number one guy. You would think there'd be a little bit like some blurbs on like, like why is this dude so good? Why I, I is did, he such a hot? I did. I did see this quote. And I liked it. It's from Paul Meyerberg. He was on Hale Varsity Radio. Um, he, he said, quote, if you pulled 300 Texas high school coaches today and asked them who their favorite coach is, I promise you the majority would say Matt Rule. Specifically in Texas. Whoa. So all of a sudden now, you know, you open maybe maybe that becomes a state that that is kind of dried up for Nebraska. Maybe yeah. maybe rule gets you back into Texas. Well, that's strategic, right? So, I mean, the, I remember just when Urban was talking like urban had a great breakdown in Nebraska. And he, he always says there was, there was a major mistake when we stopped, when we left the big 12 and we stopped recruiting Texas, like that was the pipeline that Nebraska had always tapped yeah, into. Yeah, right. Um, and we know that's going to be a strategic hotbed for us in the future. We got, we got to do well in Texas. I mean, Mickey's helped us do well in Louisiana. Uh, Sean Beckton's been really good in Georgia. Right. We have, not done well in Florida. No. Uh, well, they've gotten guys from Florida that just haven't really like hand the out. guys. Yes. Yeah. But that's to me, that's where I don't know. That means maybe we're reaching. Right. I think we're reaching in there. We're reaching for guys that I, I've always felt like the Florida guys, we, we reach for stars, like quote, recruiting stars, not like we've reached for players. Well, uh, I'm going to, I'll get more into Mickey's presser, but since we're kind of talking about that, he, he, in his press conference yesterday, they, I think it was Eric Olson, the Associated Press asked him about USC and UCLA coming to the big 10 and what that maybe does for recruiting and strategy in terms of California. Yeah. And Mickey, Mickey basically said like, Oh, we're going to have to go to Cali now. But I loved what he said. He goes, if we go out there, we're going to get a draft pick. Yeah. I like that. I, I think if I had to interpret what that means, they're not going to go out there and take a chance on some guy. Like if they're going to, if they're going to roll the dice, I think they'd rather roll the dice on a 500 mile radius guy than roll the dice. That is it though. That's the, you know, that's me, how I interpret that comment. So that to me is 
I think that to me is like the biggest mistake the Frost era yes. recruiting was was it was re they like they reached all their reaches were guys that didn't want to be in Nebraska. Right. You know, they're reaching for guys that aren't that good, that that have some potential, but they haven't they're not proven like tough, hardworking football dudes that we can plug and play. Right. Fit our system. Like just like, all right, we're going three or four, like boom, this guy, they're reaching for a guy. It's like, well, he's got like we like his rankings, but he's, he's there's a lot of question marks. Or, or just like, well, he's from Florida. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's fast. Let, he's let's, not- let's take a flyer on him. And it's like that. And so what I, I, I like that comment from Mickey, because yeah. I think it's just like, because his point too was, you know, a lot of those, a lot of the top guys, he goes, a lot of those guys want to stay West. A lot of the top guys. Yeah. So he based, I think he made it sound like, listen, a lot of the top dudes in California are going to go to USC or UCLA, or they're going to go to Washington or whatever, somewhere on the West Coast. He's like, if we're not going to get one of those top dudes, we don't need them. We don't, we're not going to go get them. Be- we're, we're not going to waste our the time. Tur- the turnover, like, I've been like, there's just, there is a culture change oh, yeah. for these dudes. Like the dudes that came from California, they were all like, kind of like, they love the beach. They missed the beach. They always are talking about like all the stuff they would do. It's a different attitude. And it's just the Midwest is its own thing. It's like, we were more about like the process of grinding and be like, it's always something a little different out West. I, it's like, it's like. Like football is a little bit more of an afterthought to the like. There's always some of that 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 I think there that comes out of the the the, the, West, the West Coast, Coast the yes. California guys. That it's an adjustment. Some of them adjust and say, "Hey, I kind of like this thing," and some of them just are like, "Dude, I'm out of here." Like it's just you can feel it. They're like, they're not going to make it. I I I don't know. I think this is what you're saying too, or I think you'd agree with this. Of all the guys, I played with guys from everywhere. And the the dudes that had the hardest time transitioning to the Midwest were not New York guys, were not Texas no. guys, were not you know uh, Florida guy. It was California people. The California dudes, yeah, were the had the hardest time transitioning, and they were the most different. Seems dismissive. That's not what I. They were the they were. I don't know. They they were different. They were the most different. I would agree. I would say from all the different places that you pull from. Yeah, I would say that they're. I'll just come out and say a lot of the California guys I played with, the most soft dudes I played with were always from California. Really? Yes. Mm. Well, I mean, I think in like if we're talking basketball. Yes. I mean, you know, if you can, if you come from New York, Chicago. Yes. Like those are tough. Like that's like a tough ad. Like that's a tough. Yeah, the East Coast is just you know yeah, they're the tougher, they're, yeah. they're on edge. They're they're angry. They're it's an attitude though, yes. right? The attitude of when you come out of New York or Chicago or any of those places in basketball is it is definitely toughness, right? Is, and ca- there's California cool. Everybody's California cool, but it's laid back. It's just the 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 culture isn't about. It's not about the toughness and the work. It's more about there's like there's just so much more going on. Yes, I always say like. They're just used to like the amount of entertainment. I mean, it's the entertainment capital of the world. You got Hollywood, you got the beach, you got there's something to that. It's just a little bit more like chill. You and know, you can't like, tell me the we- the weather. I mean, I, the weather has to impact. Like, if it's 75 and sunny every day, it, it, life's a lot easier. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Most of the time, the guys that 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 make it in the Midwest that come from 
the Californias or, you know, there's a few other pockets in, in the country that are like that. They're unique birds that they want to work. Like they right. want to be workers right. and they have bigger ambitions. The guys that are just sort of like the average, they struggle in the Midwest. Right. So I just love, I love, I thought that was a good comment from, yeah. from Mickey. Um, as yeah. he was bringing, as like, I thought that was a great, I was like, yes, that's, the I like beauty that. Is, is like, yeah, go get the star. If right. that star, that dude wants to come here, right. take him. But if it's not like this dude is a home run player, if it's a, a maybe guy, take the guy closer. Right. Because we can count on the guy staying. Yeah. Like, I think that's it. You can count on him being more of a fit and staying. I, I just, the turnover, like, well, we, like who who was the dude we uh we got the dude from Hawaii in that one right. recruiting class and then my first thought was like great but I was like the chances this guy stays coming from Hawaii to Nebraska I just was like it's, probably pretty it's low. not great right it's not great it's like if a guy from Nebraska the chances of a kid from Nebraska or Iowa or Kansas staying in Nebraska put it at eighty percent right a kid from Hawaii or you're from L A like Put it at 10, 20, well, 30. Per, like, I just don't think if you're going to miss easy to keep them. If you, if all things are equal, like I'd rather take Garrett Nelson from Scott's bluff. That's a three star. than some, some three star from Orlando. It's a, and they're, or, compar- like, and they're comparable. And they're usually, comparable. They're comparable. Like, but this guy is from a bigger school or something. So to me, it's like, I still like, I don't know. I, I want to know. How bad do you want to be here? How bad, How bad do you want to be here? And I want to know, like, when you recruit, I want you to talk to all of the the coaches in the area and be like, who's the best player you played against? Right. And if it's not that guy. Right. You go. <sighs> uh, the Nick Bob podcast is powered by Runza. You know, there are a lot of ways to, to greet someone. Hey, hi, hello, what's up? Another way is what's popping? Well, here's the thing. That greeting has taken on a new meaning now because the answer to what's popping is now Runza's new popcorn chicken. That's what's popping. Runza's new popcorn chicken is amazing. Little bite-sized, delicious, all-white meat chicken that make any day better immediately. I love them. My wife loves them. My kids cannot get enough. Two-year-old Mac, six-year-old Mava are constantly wanting to get it popping. Great for a snack, great for a meal. Pair them with the best crinkle fries on planet Earth, and you are set. All I got to say is you need to get out to a Runza location nearest you and get it popping. What's so hard to understand about that? Get it popping with Runza's all-new popcorn chicken. Runza makes it all better. Okay, so a couple of things before we get to Mickey's presser. Did you, Chattel, did you read Chattel's story today? Not today's. So I'm not going to lie. I reading, I'm going to read the first th- three or four paragraphs. And to me, it doesn't sound like I would say this doesn't sound like Mickey's a candidate anymore. Like it's a weird. So this is the this is from Chattel. Again, we're taping this on a Wednesday. It says interim Nebraska coach Mickey Joseph hasn't had an interview for Nebraska's permanent head coaching job. And he said Monday he hasn't talked to Nebraska athletic director Trev Alberts about the role. But Joseph would be open to staying on Nebraska staff should another coach get the permanent job. In a brief, separate interview, the World Herald with the World Herald, Joseph said, quote, he'd love to stay 
if the situation was right. This is the full quote. He said, quote, I would sit down and talk with my, with the family, talk to Trev and talk to the head coach and find out what my role would be. But I would love to stay. I mean, maybe I reading those four paragraphs, that doesn't sound like a like. It's not an endorsement for Mickey, and it's also not sounding like Mickey is acknowledging that he thinks he's going to be the head coach. I mean, it's just the fact like and who knows what this, you know, hasn't had an interview for the job, hasn't talked to Trev about the role. He it almost sounds like he's, you know, like, hey, I would love to stay if that's, you know, whatever the new coach. Like, I just I just wanted to throw I read that and thought. Well, interview, he's the head coach right now. Right. You know so what maybe, I'm saying? Yeah, so maybe it's like you don't need to have, like, did you bring your references? Thank you. Oh, okay. We need three. Tom re- Osborne, Mickey, that's a good one. Mickey, yeah. You only put down two references. We asked for three. Sorry to be sticklers here, but we we, we have a process. You know, like, a, okay, I mean, that's a, Mickey, in a real boss move, he could put his, one of his references could be Trev in an interview to Trev. Ooh. Like you, one of my references, you'd be like, you got the job. You just checkmated me, didn't you, pal? But I just saw that, and I'm like, I, I read that. I just thought it was interesting. So here's the thing, though. It's like uh, he would be interviewing for the job that he currently holds, right? <laughs> you know, but I, but I think that interview, but that interview would be more like, okay, the we understand, yeah. yeah, like okay, we understand this isn't the iteration of what your program would look like if you were the coach lay out your vision on XYZ. Like, I'm surprised. Like, and who knows? Mickey Mickey may be playing coy. But, like, but, but here's, here's, I guess here's the difference, though. What's the point of interviewing him when he has the job and his interview is like, show us you can do it. Like, the interview is the season, right? But I think the interview is also, wouldn't you, if you're Trev, wouldn't you want to know, like, hey, what offense are you thinking? Who are you thinking for your staff? How would you approach this that whatever See, like didn't they kind of already talk through that when he transitioned i, I don't know well i'm, I'm saying i'm saying like there's one thing to adjust your staff of what you had the cards you're dealt yeah I, I mean to me i think if my guess is this there's been no obviously they said there's no formal interview my guess though is like the vision stuff has been discussed, right? I would be surprised if it's not, I mean, but I'm and, just like, I don't know why Mickey would phrase it that way. Him and Trev talk every week. Like, That's what I'm saying. There's, what are no they talking more, about? there's no more of an interview than like you and that guy talk about the vision of the program every week. That's the interview, Nick. There's no need for like, can I have some reference? Like, no, I'm just saying know, like, I, I just don't know why he would phrase it that way though. Like, I think they're just, maybe I, it was a misunderstanding of how, you know, I don't know. I, but uh, I just me, thought that was uh, interesting. The interview is what he is going through right now. That's right. his interview. He doesn't need to sit like Trev is doing that with him every week. Like if you're meeting with Trev every week, you're interviewing every week. Right. You're probably right. That's the I interview. Just, I just read that. I read those first four paragraphs. and I was like, that doesn't sound like a guy that's going to get the job. No, but that that sounds like a guy that's not going to get the job. OK. Uh, all right. Mickey at his press conference. There was something he did that made me say, say what? <laughs> but first, I got to tell you about Go Currency. I know you're right. Quick time out to you about Go Currency. Does your business need easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction, equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms for up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a newer used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application, and the Currency Finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. 
Go to gocurrency.com for details. That's gocurrency.com. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, Currency Pursuant, CFL, License 60DBO-54873. Okay. Mickey's press conference. Say what? Say what? Uh, okay, a couple of updates with the quarterbacks. Of course, Mr. Like, he acts like he's like, like when he gets up there, but like, all right, Mickey, raise your right hand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth? So help you guys, like, I do. And I mean it. I don't think we have a chance against Wisconsin. We are going to throw a trick play in the first series. Jim Leonard, get ready for that. I'll open questions. So, but okay, so he was very forthright. Chubba Purdy. Ankle sprain. He's going to have surgery in a couple of days. Yep. So he is done. Logan Smothers has been banged up, but likely will play. But then the big thing is that Casey Thompson practiced. And there is a chance he plays. Yeah. I don't know how to read that. Again, he's been one of those guys that's been we've joked about how honest he's been. But boy, would that be a game changer? Yeah. So Casey might play. Do you buy that? I don't know what to. I think the nerve thing, close. I don't know how to. I mean, it's probably going to be close. I mean, Casey, you know, that's. I think Casey will lean towards trying to play. I think he will. I so, think so, yeah. I think today's the day where he's got to. They got to make the call today. I think Mickey even said something like by Wednesday, it's either he's going or he's not right. Right. And so they'll know after today, but I, I think there's a chance. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, it's hard I don't to, know how to read it. If you I, can't hold the ball and throw it right. I mean, you can't play, but it's such a weird injury that, you know, a nerve thing, you don't like, is it, does it hurt? Is it more about like just your grip? I think is it's it, about can you grip it and can you freaking rip it? Like, can you gr- hold on to that ball and like deliver a throw consistently? Right. Or if, if it's pain or like shooting pains, right? Think about trying to throw a ball and you, oh, like, you couldn't do like it. a surge. Yeah. It's that's it. You're playing with fire then, you know? No question you are. So but I don't, I'll tell you what, I, I, I would take a Casey Thompson at 70% than anybody else right now. Yes. I, I would too. So certainly something to, to, think about and we'll get into it as we talk about the wisconsin game maybe the the honestly the biggest say what moment was in the fact that so at this point it would be like maybe casey's number one and logan's two or maybe casey doesn't play logan's one the backup quarterback is jared cynic a walk-on from hastings he's a red shirt freshman so if you a week ago if they would if if I'd have been if if I'd have been with with did Regis pass away? With who? Regis Philbin. Uh, I don't want. I don't, I don't think Regis passed away. Did he? I don't. Let's better, make sure. We better. So. We don't want to say something too dumb here. I don't want to. I mean, I just want to make sure because I was just going to do who wants to be a millionaire, and I want to. Regis is alive, isn't he? Died. Died. Died in twenty. Damn, Reg. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. We will. Well, no, we I was going to make fun of him. We just, are big fans of Regis Philbin. Well, I was just going to, I was just going to say, like, if I was on, you, can do you know, impressions of him. yeah, I, I, mean, I was going to be on open game, like yeah. Husker who wants to be a millionaire. Like, all right, this is Nick who wants to be a millionaire. You know, if the hundred dollar question, like, is Jared Sinek on the roster? 
yes or no? I'd have been like, no, final answer. Who the hell's Jared? Simmons? And the million dollar question is, I, I, yeah. I would have had no. Okay, so this is. I, I heard did you Mickey, hear Mickey was asked about Harburg? Yeah, they asked me. Said, "Is Harburg hurt? Is he okay?" He's like, N -n 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 he basically was like, "No, nah, ha Harburg's fine." But it was like the idea of of Heine getting in a game seemed laughable to Mickey. Well, so the cynic. This was the justification, I and I, I'll I'll give. I'll give them this. So they said, this guy's the most athletic. Yes. And so, you know, in these situations that, you know, Mickey was saying to have a, you know, a running a quarterback that can run a little bit right. um, is important. However, you got two scholarship guys in Harburg and Torres. Yes. They both have like cannon arms. Um, I guess I'm, it, I'm a little, that's concerning to me a about what it says about those guys. Oh, I think it's an enormous indictment on what it says about Heinrich Harburg and Richard Torres. Cynic is a redshirt freshman, so he's the same age as Harburg. Yep. And Torres has been on campus since January. So, but he is coming off a knee. So Torres is the one I'm a little bit like, it might be just like physically, he might not be there. Um, but Harburg, this is very surprising. Harburg and Cynic are the same age. And and one, they are like one scholarship and one's, one's not. not. And yeah, and there and and according to Mickey, it's like Cynic is is he would be willing to throw Cynic out there against Wisconsin. And the idea of even being asked about Harburg was like, come on, man. But that's surprising. That is surprising to me too. I don't. I, so no, what the hell do I know? I just I, I just think it's. Th but this is the part about being on a team that's really hard. Is like. There's a scholarship guy that's like the guy. And then within a year, the walk-on might have to play, but doesn't have a scholarship. Yeah. You well, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I always find that those parts difficult. I, I do too. Because and there's it, like, let's be real. It's like the same reason why NIL is a bit of a problem to me. It's like, you usually play the scholarship guy over the walk-on just because like, well, we used our scholarship on this right. guy. Or like with NIL, it's like, well, we just paid this guy half a million dollars and we're going to put him a, a walk on ahead. You know, like these are things now you have to deal with to the next level with NIL. But like in the perfect world, you just play the guy that you think can help you win. Well, and it might be cynic and you don't care. The story I used to tell myself as to why I maybe didn't get as many opportunities when I was at Kansas as a walk on was if. In my mind, I was like, "Well, if Coach Self plays, oh, if if Coach Self plays the scholarship guy, if he plays J.R. Giddens, McDonald's All American, okay, and not the wall, and if he plays J.R. Giddens and J.R. Giddens fails, yeah. everyone's going to go with well, J.R. Giddens was a bust. Everybody's going to blame J.R. Giddens. Yeah, but if Coach Self plays Nick Ball the walk on and Nick Ball fails, everybody's going to blame Coach Self because they're going to be like, why the fuck are you playing a walk-on yeah, over the scholarship guy? Or, or I think as a coach, you get the blame of like, you didn't develop the scholarship guy good enough or something. You right. know, like, but but I think we all know what, what it's like being on a, a team, team with that. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like, the guys that you think are, that were, they weren't talented enough to get a scholarship might just be guys that really get it. Yeah. They really get what's going on. They get how to play. They're gamers. They're they do everything right, and they just know 
Yeah. And sometimes the guys that are scholarships and big names, they don't. And so I don't know what's going I don't on either. There, I just was surprised. I find it very uh, concerning, though, when you got two scholarship guys that a walk on that's their, roughly their same age jumps them. Oh, I think it's a bad, it, it is a bad sign for Harburg and, and Torres. To, in my opinion, so especially we'll see, Harbor, especially Harbor Torres, like I said, he's true freshman. Uh, you know, maybe he's a little banged up. Who knows? But I- either way, like there's a world where Jared Sinek is like under center. I, and I don't know a ton about. I just remember hearing his name. So here's his bio. Do you want to just read his bio from yeah, Huskers.com? I, I remember hearing he's pretty damn good. At okay, here Hastings. we go. Sinek was a prolific passer for Hastings High School. Yeah. He finished his career with 5,622 passing yards and threw 65 touchdowns. According to Max Preps, he averaged. 181 passing yards per game. Uh, he went 339 for 598 through the air, completed 57, 57% of his passes. This is what's interesting. So he had 201 carries for 919 yards and three touchdowns. What What is that? Like, for a really athletic guy, should he have scored more? Maybe they'd never ran him, but like, if he's super athletic, I'm, I would have thought he would have ran more, right? Well, he threw it. Sounds like but he, he aired that bitch out. Threw it uh, a lot, man. So he finished with uh he also so he was a uh, second team all state um how big is he he is, he was also he also played basketball by the way um he is six foot 200 pounds six foot six foot 200 pounds okay he's got have you seen him he's sunshine sunshine from, remember the time wow. like, you guys ever been to carney before i've been there and everybody's like oh god jared you guys ever been to Grand Island? Can't when we got crazy on a Thursday, we went to Grand Island. Cruise the strip. Why do, I don't know why I'm making about to be like. He kind of looks like a surfer, bro. He's going to like, oh, no way. You guys got runs of two. Oh, that was just a hasty thing. That was a Hastings thing. Oh, no way. Okay, cool. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. It's like, I kind of like those dudes. That like, At least you know they lit it up somewhere. Oh, for sure, dude. But I, so we'll see. I mean, I just thought that was interesting. Um, can we I'll give you some options here? We're about an hour into this thing. I got an email about uh, someone wanting to do a coach draft. Do you want to do that quick? Let's do it. So this is just, it's an email from Dana. It says, Nick, your old friends on Sportsman Like Conduct did a coach draft on the air. I would love to hear you and Bo do a coach draft on the pod. Say safe. Okay, thank you, Dan. That's a play on. I told Joel Klatt to. You heard that, right? No. I had Joel Clad on my radio show, and I tried to wrap it up by. They say I tried to. I tried. I now I have a. I tried to say, "Hey, Joel, stay safe in Lincoln as a Buffalo." You know, stay safe. And I and I got. I was like, "Say safe, say (laughs) say stay." It's horrible. But okay, so thank you, Dan. I actually, Dan, I actually listened to a sports my conduct coach draft. So they, they did a snake draft. They did a. It was Jack Mitchell, John, Josh, and they had listeners where they eat. They go around and and draft. It's harder with just two people. But I let's do eight. So we're gonna each pick four. Okay. And I think the whole re, the whole thing I want to do with this is we need to approach it like one of these eight guys has like the most likely guys that are gonna get the job. Not Mickey, necessarily. He's out. Let's do Mickey. Let's put Mickey to the side. Make, Mickey just, to the side. Just to keep Mickey in his own category because he is in a unique position. This yes. is for this is for the outside candidates, not the inside candidates. Okay, so I, I'll go first. Okay. Matt Rule. So I'm going Matt Rule. As who you think is the most likely to get the job. I would say, yeah, yeah. So a combination of most likely to get it and just like we need to make sure at the end these – 
the these eight names, so, the coach has to be in one of these eight names. Okay, coach has to be in one of these. So we eight. can't go like I want it to be like I. You know, I want is Pat Fitzgerald, but I don't think it's going to be Pat Fitzgerald. The co- okay, the most likely to get it. Okay. So it's a combination of 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 that and who you like. So I, I'm just going to go. I think it should be who. Okay, so I'll go. Like, I'll be, who who's the most likely in reality that also cross sections with who you like? I would say. I, um, I think it's got to be like you're betting on like, like if you had to bet your own money. Yes. Okay. So this is so this is why you want to pick. The so then I'm going to pick rule. That's probably the best pick. Okay. Okay. So second, so, um, bow pick. Here we go. Gosh, I mean, this is this is where it gets really. I think it's rule one is right now. I mean, the most likely second choice. <laughs> I mean, Leopold. That's that would have been my pick. You're going Leipold. My third pick. I'm going to go Jeff Munkin. There's just something. I think Trev is just getting his Munkin on. I'm going to go Munkin. I mean, your second pick. Uh, I mean, this is this is where I'm like. <sighs> Do you want me to throw some uh, names out there so you have? I'm going like, to say. I'm going to say. I'm gonna say Bill O'Brien. Ooh, I you know it's there there's his name has it was on it was in the rumor to begin with. Like he was one of the first names to be thrown out there, and it's kind of not fully gone away. I think there's I like that. Yeah. My third pick, I'm gonna go. Gosh, do I wanna go? I think I'm gonna go with Matt Campbell, even though that's doesn't feel right, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Your third pick. Third pick. I would say Aranda. I already picked Aranda. or oh, no. You, no did, oh, did, I didn't pick Aranda. Dang. Did not yeah. Pick okay. Aranda. Perfect. Then you got Aranda. I would have put Aranda. Aranda there. Damn. I don't got my guy. Okay. Um, fourth pick. Gosh. So here's on the board right now. We got rule Leipold, Munkin, O'Brien, Matt Campbell, and Aranda. Yeah. I'm gonna go climbing. I think that's a good pick. I, like, I don't it, think it's likely, it but it feels I'm gonna... less likely now. Just looking at some of these candidates, so I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna go through my thought process out loud. Luke Fickle, you've I heard don't nothing think, about. It. I don't think he has been a, a, a real candidate. Mark Stoops, I feel like. Wouldn't want to leave Kentucky right and now. And you've heard nothing about him, but maybe that's nothing. But Mark Stoops is also, you know, he's got that. I think anytime you have an Oklahoma connection, you have a Nebraska connection, right? Like you understand what Nebraska is about f- to to the full. And full did he extent. play at Iowa? Uh, I would guess so because his I brother, thought- his brothers, and I came up through Iowa. Um. So, so there's there's a Big Ten tie. The reason I brought that up is yes, yeah. his alma mater is Iowa. Iowa, and you know what? And I, I'm going to say Gary Patterson just because he wants it so much. Yes, it sounds like he is he is politicking for it. Yeah, and the fact that Gary Patterson is you know he had 20 years been coach of the year. Uh, I mean, he, he's not like you know young, a young and up and comer. He's more of a like the established like you know what you're getting with Gary Patterson, but maybe it's not like the exciting new hire or something. Okay, so the 
So my four are Rule, Munkin, Campbell, Kleiman. Your four are Leipold, O'Brien, Aranda, Patterson. The, so we didn't say Luke Fickle. We didn't say uh, Lane Kiffin. We didn't say Mark Stoops. Um, there's been a little Chris Peterson chatter at times. The old Boise State and Washington yeah. coach. Uh, we didn't obviously what, say okay, Deion Sanders. Okay. L- l- we didn't say Deion, but let me ask you something. Chris Peterson, that's an interesting one. What are your thoughts on him? I mean, it feels like he, the thing he had at, at Boise State was extremely special. Big time. I feel like when he went to Washington, it sort of blawed out. I mean, let me see what his record. Yeah, let's. Was. I tell you what. So um, yeah, Boise. I mean, look at just. Let me read his records at Boise. Listen to this. Okay, yeah. here's his head coaching record at Boise, starting in 06, 13 and 0, 10 and 3, 12 and 1, 14 and 0, 12 and 1, 12 and 1, 11 and 2, 8 and 4. I mean, holy crap. Yeah. Then at Washington. He goes eight and six, seven and six, 12 and two, 10 and three, 10 and four, eight and five. Not bad. Okay. That's interesting. It's not bad. I get um, the only thing I get, but he I, won, he won the conference twice. I mean, that's, that's a big deal. I get, see, I just get worried about guys that are like, maybe I got, I got Mike Riley PTSD. The guys that have spent their whole career on the West coast, their whole career. Like, you know, so in Boise state, it was in the mountain West. Uh, and then it was in the pac 12. Like I get, I get concerned about like, it's a different freaking world in the big 10 man yeah I think- and you even hear mickey say like mickey in his press conferences he's i think he's like astonished at how different this world is in the big 10 is yeah i think that's where the having a big 10 guy or i think we're rule in aranda the texas thing i think the texas right and the the big 10 thing or in this case climbing's like north coast like that's a right. midwestern like great plains like truly right. like we're not just mid like we're the great plains here. This is like different. Yeah, this it's is almost different than like Ohio. Oh, it definitely is. Some I people think. call the Midwest like, you know, Ohio, Indiana, like right. that. We're almost more like we're we're fringing towards the Rocky Mountains, the old Great Plains. Like it's a, di- a little bit different world. Like it's going to be Iowa, Minnesota, North Dakota. We're kind of in that. Kansas. Like, yes. We're in that more than we are, you know, the Ohio's. That's a different that's a more populated Midwest. I, but I would say I'm not I'm not anti Chris Peterson, but for those reasons I just stated, I think that's true though. Like it is different. Like he's intriguing, but man, like you're what you've established on the West Coast isn't going to help us here in recruiting. That's how I your recruiting ties do not help us. And I, yeah, just it's a different world. It's just a, it's a the Pac-12 and the the, the it's funny how easy I'm sold today, but like you read that thing about Matt rule and the Texas coaches. And I'm like, I like Matt rule that much more yeah. today. Just hearing that, that he can, the Texas coaches love him. He can recruit in Texas potentially. And I will say I, I did a YouTube kind of like rabbit hole of him and listened to him speak. Like he's a, he's a, he doesn't look like an overly dynamic guy. He looks like a guy that would like go into like JC Penny and be like, you know where any polos are at? And they're like, <laughs> Plain white polos. Need a khaki pants, plain white polo. Double XL, red polo. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But he he was up there. He was he had a little a little shit to him, which is good, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we, again, Lane Kiffin, we didn't we didn't name Lane Kiffin, Luke Fickle, Chris Peterson, Mark Stoops. We didn't name David Shaw. Uh we didn't name a Kyle Whittingham at Utah, who's been doing great. Uh 
Bo- both Urban Dion. Yeah, I mean, both sh- like the Shaw and Winningham. Uh, Winningham, they both fall into the Chris Peterson to me. Like, I think they're really good coaches. What they bring from there, can they make it work here? Yeah. Like it, the recruiting part of it, I mean. Right. Like the recruiting part of it is. Right. Uh, I don't think there's much carryover. Mike Riley pr- proved that he recruited that West Coast for 20 years and it didn't help us one bit no remember it was calabrasca and that was gonna be like the whole thing they had a satellite camp and and it was like oh god yeah i mean Uh, that's where you gotta be able the the person that comes here has to be able to make their hay in the midwest right you gotta you gotta win iowa kansas missouri minnesota wisconsin like you gotta win there if it was shark tank and then you go to texas if it was shark tank and peterson or any of those guys who are on there i'd be like yeah okay uh chris i'm let me clear the deck listen i really respect everything you've built and what you did at boise state and washington but i think for me that fit in lincoln and what you've done just doesn't feel like the right thing for me so for those reasons i'm out it's me robert hershvick i'll pay you please please (laughs) whatever you i'll give you what you want just you I came in here asking for 500k for 20 percent. i gave you the 500k 20 percent. sorry robert Lori, want to hear what the other sharks have to say <laughs> they've all said no they've already all said no they were uh, maybe they'll change their mind oh uh, they all went out i yeah. mean everyone shark could be out and robert will give you Poor what he's like i know i love robert. robert so okay so i why do i always feel not confident like so our our pool rule leipold munkin o'brien campbell aranda Kleiman. Gary Patterson. The draft of the most, the most likely, likely. We and think. we and not including Mickey because we just said let's yeah. let's not. So do so, we? Are we? I think are we confident Nebraska's coach is in one of those eight names? Confident, God, right? I I don't feel that confident, but um, I feel like it's like Matt Rule and like flip. You know, who knows? It just feels so unknown. Other than like maybe Rule. At this point, if we were in Vegas, like he would be the minus one ten favorite, and everybody else would be like plus, plus two hundred. Yeah. Something like, like I think he is the the heavy favorite right now. It just start, it just it feels start, like the more it. you talk about, it, the more you go. God, it doesn't feel like anybody else. <sighs> and maybe it's because Leopold and Campbell, I think, were early obvious candidates, and I think losing hurt them. You know, like. Yes. Yes, they, I totally agree. They're they're the type that needed to like one more winning season to like stamp that they're. Like I totally the agree. Guys. If Matt Campbell is sitting here at at eight and three or you know something like that, like I think it's a totally different scenario. Yeah. But he's not, and it's changed the dynamic on this thing. So hopefully, hopefully, I know it's weird. Like it it has to be one of those eight names. But like right now, do I feel good? Like if I could go invest a bunch of money, like one of those eight names has to hit. You make. You can even money on it. I'm like, I'll just do I don't 100. feel good about it. I don't feel good about it. And <sighs> it's be hard to tell. Okay. I had a bunch of stuff I wanted to get to that. I'm. I, let, let's let's get to the Wisconsin preview. Okay. The Dick Bob podcast is brought to you by Pella windows and doors. And I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it. And how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors. By Pella, won the Energy Star 2020 Most Energy Efficient Award. That's big-time stuff right there. And they achieved that in a couple of waves. They got insulated glass, which slows the heat transfer, keeping your home at a more comfortable temperature. They got types of low-E glass, which is a glass coating that has been optimized for your climate. They got triple-pane glass, which you can upgrade to for increased insulating airspace. And within all of that, one of the keys is proper installation, which is key 
for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable. And Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. So Wisconsin, they're 5-5 five and five on the season. They just lost to Iowa 24-10. to 10. They've had an interesting season just like Nebraska. They fired Paul Christ early. I think Jim Leonard's in the same spot as Mickey where they, they really wanted to give him a shot and hire him. Now it's going to get – I think he still has a good chance to get that job. I think, I think it was Jim Leonard had to lose the job. Yeah. And Mickey had to win the job yeah. is how I'd phrase it. That's about right. Yeah. And Mickey, unfortunately, hasn't won the job. And it almost feels like Leonard might be losing it. I mean, it's hard. Like, so they're five and five. One thing we talked about uh, when we uh, in in our recap pod was there. There, there's a lot to play for here for Wisconsin. Like, they at minimum for Leonard to get the job, they got to probably go to a bowl game, don't they? So they got to win one of these last two games. I think their last two games are are Nebraska and Minnesota. So. Uh, you know they they gotta they gotta win one of these games, so it feels like they're playing for more. Yeah. Than than Nebraska is. Uh, Wisconsin's favored by thirteen. Now it's interesting since that there's been no line movement on anything post. Hey, uh, Casey Thompson practice or whatever. Like it stayed. The line has stayed steady. Yeah. And to me, that line would insinuate that they don't think Casey Thompson's going to play. And obviously, the conversation for this game kind of begins and ends there. Yeah. Right? Is that yeah. where you're at with it? Like, yeah. to simplify it, it's like if Casey plays, Nebraska could win this game. Yeah. If he plays and he's capable, like if he's not out there like Johnny Noodle Arm, like if it's Casey at eighty percent, we're okay. Yes. Yeah. If if he isn't playing, I never want to say, I mean, to say there's zero chance, that's a zero chance is a bold statement, but it's like, have you seen this offense play? And now all of a sudden it's going to be Smothers and homeboy from Hastings. who's like, oh, no way. You guys got. So there's like this in our, in Hastings, there's a Hastings high school and a Hastings college. Don't get him confused, man. I was kept going to the wrong one. First day of high school, I went to the college. I was like, oh, it's my still bad. confusing, man. No way. I feel like he's like Keanu Reeves. He's like, whoa, bro. Whoa. Cool. Lincoln's cool. <laughs> okay, why are we doing this to him? Well, Just because sun, he has long he's got hair. Sunshine hair. He's, he's got, got the sunshine, sunshine hair. Yeah. So we're making him into like Spicoli. Like the quarterback meetings are like, somebody order a pizza. He's like, oh, yeah, that's me. I, Mr. Han, it's like, he kept saying this is our time. Well, I thought we could have a pizza on our time. What a great comment. What a great comment. Mr. Han. Oh, Spicoli. That's just incredible. He ordered a pizza in class. Amazing. Oh, great. Um, but Braylon Allen, dude, is a monster at running back. They're, they're not, this Wisconsin team is not, uh, this isn't a vintage great Wisconsin team, no. but they're still pretty damn good. I just, I don't know. I mean, we don't like over the course of four quarters. I think Braylon Allen's going to get his and without Casey Thompson, I, I just, I feel like it's probably more likely that he doesn't play. So, I mean, well, I, uh, no Casey Thompson and if Smothers isn't going to run it, like then it, then it'd be like, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. We, we need to, we need Casey Thompson, uh, or like, you know, 
I'm intrigued with how athletic Cynic is. Almost. I'm almost like this might sound terrible. Like, I'm intrigued to see what happens if Cynic goes in there. Okay, on it, be real. If you Casey can't play, Casey's in the locker room going, ah, 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 ah I can't play. You can watch the game with Logan Smothers starting or Cynic starting. I think I'm more interested in Cynic. I'm more interested in Cynic. Just. It's like what? One forty-two. One because he is the fact that he leapfrogged those two scholarship guys. I'm kind of like, you know what? This dude's got some moxie. <laughs> he got moxie enough. Are we? Day. Are we? Are we now all in on? Jared well, here, here's here's what we know. We know that's not an easy. That wasn't an easy decision for coaches to make. No. And he did something right. And he has to do like not only he has to be good to a degree that is so vastly superior to these other guys. You you know what I mean? Like all you got to do yeah. is like a scholarship guy that's that you you are already starting in front of him and you got to show like a pulse that you're like and Cynic has to like continually like bust people's well, I mean, ass. You got these rocket arm dudes that that are the you know the up and comers of uh, you know supposedly and they're gonna put a walk on, a walk on kid from Nebraska that's six foot and looks yeah. like sunshine. I'm just going, man. I I'm don't know. I'm all in on it. I don't know. I'm all in on it. Knowing nothing about Cynic, having never seen him throw, you're all in. Just on the it. story alone. I, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I think it's Cadence. Instead of Blue Forty Two, it's no way, <laughs> no way. Said <laughs> hut. I've got nothing. <laughs> Trips right, no way on three. No way, said Hut. Oh, He's kind God. of snake from Simpsons at times. Whoa. Yoink. Okay. All right. So, I mean, I guess we'll say this. I think I'll say Wisconsin wins 24 to 10, but if Cynic starts, I think Nebraska wins 24 to 10. Whoa. <laughs> I think the Wisconsin will probably win, right? I mean, if Casey, it's all. It's all about Thompson. We got if Thompson plays, it's a game. If Thompson doesn't play, Nick, if we're talking about Cynic or some others, like we're in trouble. How dare you on behalf of Cynic? But, but I'm excited to see Cynic play. Oh, I had other questions for you. I mean, do we I mean it's hour 15. People oh, yeah. probably are probably tired of us, right? Yeah. You have a job. Do you want to listen to rumors as we say goodbye? Let's, let's I want to hear you more about those. Hear more? Yeah, sing it. Sing it again. <laughs> you want some more rumors? Okay, I want we some can. more rumors. Nick. Okay, we can do it. All right, play me out. <laughs> Who do you? Who's it? Did you like Lance's? Who do, do you want? I mean, did you like Aranda's? Did you hear the one about Dave? It's big, just like a panda. I heard Trev got a tattoo on his arm that says Aranda. Did you hear the one about Munkin? The message boards are talking. I heard Trev got a tattoo that says God, country, option. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Hey, favorite one. And I like to no, do, uh, do Kiffin. Do Kiffin. You want Kiffin? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get out here in this one. Did you hear the one about Lane? I heard that he is tripping until he found out Trev got a tattoo and it says Kiffin. All right, stupid. See y'all next week.